4: 97.1 FM Talk
5: Podcast. It's time for your favorite show. The Weekend Report is on the R. R.
4: I forgot about that. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs>
1: Just keeping it St. Louis on the R.
4: Welcome, welcome to the Weekend Report. I was uh yeah, you completely yeah. screwed me up. Sorry, Welcome Tom. to the weekend <laughs> Sorry, report, ninety seven FM Talk. Tony Colombo here with my partner Chris Arps and Carl Middleman. Hello. You gonna do that when Perry gets here? Uh,
1: you gonna mess with his music? Like uh, I would that? say no. No, no probably <laughs> not.
4: We have got a great 2 hours of the weekend report for you today. Uh as I just said, Perry Woods who is all is the soundtrack mm-hmm. of the weekend report. We play his music as our bumper music every week. He is going to be here in studio live with his band Vivid, which is a tribute to Living Color. Yes. They are playing next or this coming Friday, Friday the 13th. At the Old Rock House, and I'm going to be hosting that show, and the band is going to be here in just a few minutes to play live in the They're actually in the lobby
0: right now. Yes,
4: (laughs) and um, so definitely keep it here for that. We're going to have some very great live music coming up in the next segment, and we're going to talk a little bit about that show, so I can't wait for that. We also have our friend Virginia Kruda from The Daily Caller Mm -hmm. who's going to be joining us uh, today on the show. And, uh, of course, Skip Weber and Trish Gazelle from 102.5 is going to be here next hour to play the Weird News Challenge. So we got a lot to get to. It's going to be a very exciting show. We are happy that you are here. Uh, Don't forget, if you miss any of today's show or you want to hear it again, download the podcast on the Radio.com app. You can get our podcast in, in a lot of places, but the best place to do it is the Radio.com app because you can favorite the radio station there, you which gives you access to everything. You can stream 24-7, you can download the podcast, and you can use the Radio Rewind feature, which gives you the ability to rewind live radio, and all of it is free, Radio.com app. So we're going to start the show, uh, as we do every week, with a little week in review, dive into some of the big stories from the week uh i guess we have to start with uh, we had more (laughs) impeachment hearings uh on capitol hill chris did we did 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 we learn anything? Were there any headlines? Where did you take away from uh, this continued circus on Capitol Hill?
1: I think what we learned this week is that the Democrats are suffering from a severe chronic case of Trump derangement syndrome. And they feel that bringing up academics, for academics, and boring us to death for six or seven hours is finally going to be the smoking gun, the, the whatever the American people needs to show that Donald Trump is corrupt and needs to be removed from office. This is a joke. Um, yesterday or fr- or Thursday, Nancy Pelosi uh, told Adam Schiff and the folks in the House that she wants articles of impeachment drawn up. So they have crossed the Rubicon and uh, they're gonna go full board with this Tony.
4: And they're literally m- making no ground, right? I mean, they're not changing anybody's minds. They're not they're not' shifting any votes.
1: So far, they haven't. I mean, the polls that we've seen over the last uh, couple of weeks have shown that support for impeachment has actually gone down from uh, with the American people. I think the American people see this what it is, is a partisan witch hunt to remove the duly elected president of the United States with less than a year left in his election. Yeah. And I think even the people that don't like Donald Trump uh, are saying that, hey, let's just... Have an election and let the American people decide who we want to be president, not a couple of
4: leaders in the House. Do you think they'd be doing this if they thought they could beat him in the, in the 2020 election? Do you think if they, was, if they had a strong candidate that they believed in that they would be doing this? Or did they feel like we are not going to win this election? I, I
1: think it's a combination of both. I still think they would be doing it partly because their base just hates Donald Trump. So much that they can't wait for four for four years to end and have an election. they want to get him out of out of uh out of office now, so I think they would still do it regardless
4: mm.
1: yeah. I- <laughs>
4: Because all I see there, all I see is that they are damaging themselves. They're damaging themselves,
1: and I think what they're really setting themselves up is possibly to lose the House of Representatives uh, next year. Uh, since they're going to cross the Rubicon and do this impeachment vote, you're going to put vulnerable House members that Donald Trump won in 2016. You're going to put them on the record for voting for this. And I think uh, people in those districts are not going to like it, and it's going to put the House in uh, house And if put they, the if in if the they push
4: this to the Senate, which it looks like they're yeah. going to do, I mean, Lindsey Graham has got to be licking his chops ready to – I mean, everything that we've seen so far has been controlled yeah. by the Democrats. It's been controlled by Schiff, and they've been able to control the witnesses yeah. by and large. Um, you know, the the direction of the hearings, by and large, and they lose all that advantage when it goes to the Senate. Lindsey Graham and, and Senate Republicans just have to be licking their chops for the opportunity to just turn the tables. I think it's going to get it, it. What little ground, if any, they've made with this whole charade to this point? Is going to be completely reversed.
1: I mean, they're licking their chops because of the reasons that you said, but also um, because the Republicans will be able to control the process. They're going to call Hunter Biden as a witness. Yeah. They're going to call Joe Biden as a witness. They're going to call Adam Schiff as a witness to talk about this yeah. all these past weeks when Republicans try to bring up Ukraine's interference in the election, 2016 um, and the, and the media just says that's a debunked conspiracy theory. Now the Republicans are going to get that debunked conspiracy theory out into the public record. And yep. it has to be covered by the news because this is what they're talking, what they're going to be talking about. And I think it's just going to I- I- expose them and not to mention that you're going to have five presidential candidates that are going to be off the campaign trail Cause for going to have four to, to six in... weeks because they're going to be there. Yeah. You know, when I was on Mark show earlier, I was saying just how funny it's going to be if it during an impeachment trial. And, you know, this is the end of the fundraising quarter. Mm-hmm. And while all these Democratic candidates are stuck in the Senate, Donald Trump's campaign is going to release some ridiculous Campaign numbers of all the money that it's that he's raised, and all those candidates are going to be like, "Oh my God, he's out raising us, and we're here right. doing impeachment hearings. Right. This is
4: terrible." Uh, Kamala Harris drops out this week. Yeah. No surprise, right? Nah,
1: no. Nah. She, uh, she had a lot of problems with authenticity. I think people, uh, you know, first she was saying Medicare for all. She was in favor of it. Then she went back and said that she wasn't uh, was in favor of it. Um, she said before Tupac Shakur got big that she uh, listened, used to listen to his rap music while smoking weed. Uh, she had an authenticity <laughs> problem. And I think she also had an authenticity problem when it comes to, her her race you know when she was elected to the senate uh it was a big deal made that she was the first indian american senator blah 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 never mentioned anything about her being black and then when she runs for uh president of the united states all of a sudden she's a black senator that uh, dealt with dealt with busing in in california right. but prior to that we heard nothing about, nothing that. about that so she had a severe Authenticity problem. She was Indian, too? Yeah, her mother's Indian. And her father's Jamaican.
4: Right. Okay. That's right. When do we see what we've seen now, uh, Beto and Kamala... When do we see the other ones that are doing that are, are not performing well start to fall? I
1: off? I tell you what, the biggest surprise to me, who was still in this race and I thought she would have been out, oh. is Klobuchar.
4: I was gonna say Cory Booker. No, well,
1: he <laughs> he's you know, Cory is, is knows his days are about numbered because now he has put out uh, something appealing to Kamala you, Harris's black voters. Do
4: you think that Kamala Harris did this to protect the uh, uh, her chances of becoming somebody's vice president?
1: No, Kamala Harris ran out of money and when you have staffers that you're paying
4: every week Because you're already qualified for the December debate. So you have a free ticket to get back on national TV one more time so I'm, you know, you're not gonna have a motive.
1: You're not gonna have a motive. Even if you can get on the stage and ask for money, you're not gonna have it. No, th- no,
4: I'm not even talking about for the money. I'm just saying for one last chance to have basically the free opportunity to be on national television in front of people no. just to raise your own personal Do brand. You,
1: let's put it this way, not, Carl, not, not to yes. keep
4: your presidential campaign. Carl going. and
1: Tony, would you guys work for free? No. Okay, so that's what well, she's basically—that's what she's basically <laughs> yeah. asking her campaign staff to do. We work radio. We're
4: not the people to ask <laughs> that.
1: We are well, not the We right do people. this for well, the love of the game. We've been working. Yeah, we've been working for free for decades. But basically, that it was. Even though she had had a chance to be on the debate stage, she didn't have any money. And her staffers but are not going. Booker doesn't gonna, have any
0: money either. Well,
1: he's got enough to still pay people. Once you run out of money to make your payroll, right. your campaign is over. And, right. this, and that's and you know and,
0: this from my experience exactly.
1: And that's where she's so, at.
4: So when when do those other campaigns reach that level? Klobuchar, Booker, some of these other smaller ones that just Tulsi. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. Do they make to Iowa? Do they are they gone before then? I think the only the one thing that's keeping Klobuchar
1: in the race is because one she's a female, and two she has painted herself as this midwestern, sensible, not Modern. far to the left yeah. type of type of person. That's the only thing that's keeping her in. But Cory Booker, I think he's about to drop out soon. Um, the, the the surprising thing is you see. Uh, the billionaires, Bloomberg and Steyer, they're rising up in the polls a little bit and Steyer, are Steyr though? Uh, yeah. yeah. Steyr Steyer, so Steyr has actually um uh qualified for he, he's qualified for the next debate. He's at three percent he's at three I'm, or four I'm percent. I'm glad you brought
4: up Bloomberg because you know, Kamala Harris seemed to take that shot at Bloomberg on mm. her way out yeah. saying, you know, I can't
6: I'm not i am not
4: my own Campaign. I'm not a billionaire. Um, and I'd have
1: been like, yeah, that's right. We've talked about yeah,
4: <laughs> we've talked about um, this this theory that the person who may who will win the nomination mm-hmm. is either not in the race yet or is not one of the front runners. And this week, Stuart Varney from Fox Business said that he believes that Bloomberg is going to, in the end, be the one. Who takes the Democratic nomination he said that the Democratic Party uh, he says you've got two leading candidates who are socialists and along comes this man who is the 11th richest person in the world you've so you've got socialists going up against billionaires which creates a totally divided party and he thinks that Bloomberg with his money uh, will be able to take advantage of how divided the party is and steal the nomination, but he thinks that he will not be able to defeat Donald Trump.
1: I, I just, this election cycle, I just can't see the progressive Democratic base uh, supporting an old white man billionaire for president of the United States. I I, I just can't see that.
4: I can't see, the. my problem <laughs> is, the only reason I can't look at that theory by Stuart Varney and mm-hmm. say no chance is because I can't see any of it. Yeah. I can't see Bernie Sanders. I can't yeah. see Elizabeth Warren. I can't see Joe Biden. I can't see any of it. So I don't know what who's the only win. the
1: only way that I could see the the progressive base picking Bloomberg is if Donald Trump has such a huge money advantage from raising money, and all of the other candidates are having trouble raising money, and the Democrats may just say, you know what, he's not totally what we want, but he's got the money to compete with Trump, so we'll hold our nose. And right. we will go with him. I don't see that happening, but that's the only scenario I could ever see them supporting right. Bloomberg.
4: All right. We are going to take a break. We've got plenty more stories that we're going to get to. I want to talk about Joe Biden's meltdown. The, uh, where the he blonde, called hairy legs. The guy Well, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> where he called the, 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 the one uh, voter at the town hall uh, a damn liar uh, a damn and liar. then challenged him to a push-up contest. Yeah. That is freaking hilarious. I also want to talk about the jobs report that just came out. And we saw how uh, uh, the huge job numbers um, in November – even surprised i think the president yeah. they they out, they definitely outdid expectations yeah. uh so going to get into all that also going to have some fun Wait, with what's the, band. Yes, <laughs> the band yes the band tribute true. to living color perry woods who is uh, the soundtrack of the weekend report his band vivid a tribute to living color who are playing at the old rock house this coming friday friday the 13th um, I'm going to be there hosting it. They're, the guys are going to come in. We're going to talk about the show, and they are going to play some live music for us yeah. here in just a minute. So don't go anywhere. Don't forget, if you miss anything on The Weekend Report, you can always download our podcast on the Radio.com app and listen to us live there, uh, along with the Radio Rewind feature. Great stuff. So don't go anywhere. Uh, live music from Vivid, coming up next on The Weekend Report, 971 FM Talk.
3: I'm sitting in the trees, swinging in the
6: breeze.
3: I'm looking at the blue sky, smelling there so sweet.
5: My pretty
3: little angel, my
5: pretty
4: little queen. Pretty
5: little princess, pretty little dreams.
4: and that is, of course, the music of Perry Woods, the soundtrack of the Weekend Report. You're listening to the Weekend Report, 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo, Carl Middleman, Chris Arps in studio, and now, as I mentioned, joining us, the entire. Band, Vivid, the tribute to Living Living Color, the uh, show that is coming up next week that I will be hosting, and our man Perry Woods is a part of that band as well, and we finally have Perry Woods and Chris Arps. <laughs> yeah. In the same room at the same time. its uh, never happened before, and now this is a moment.
1: I was beginning to question if Perry Woods actually existed, and now I see that he is real. (laughs) It was just union. It was
5: just a union
4: thing. We
1: had to (laughs) to
5: make sure that happened.
4: So everybody knows that uh, we use Perry's music every single week as the bumper music here on The Weekend Report. So you know the line? Support, support local music. Support local music. Uh, you can find Perry's music on iTunes, Amazon, all that kind of good uh, good places. But the the whole band here uh, has a lot of history in the St. Louis area. Uh, Perry, before we get into talking about uh, the show next week, can you introduce uh, the, the audience to everybody in the room?
5: Love to. Um, on vocals for the band Vivid, we have Justin Gates, an amazing vocalist. Um, as... Tons of music. He's just recently released new music. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Tilton Yoakley, a ridiculous, ridiculous bass player. Um, He's done several projects currently um, touring. And then of the Midwest Avengers fame... Alonzo Jameson
6: on drums.
5: (laughs) Yes, Um, uh, there's just a ridiculous amount of talent. I am the least talented person in the band.
4: Oh please, (laughs) yes, that's the
6: truth. truth. That's the
4: most modest you've ever heard of me. (laughs) I (laughs) bet. So yeah, Justin, tell people uh, uh, about the uh, well, a little bit about your background and how you how this band came to be, and then uh, how people can check out the show next week.
7: Yeah, so. A band came to be, I was at Utopia Studios doing my solo thing, Justin did Didgeridoo and stuff. And Jason Nelson came up and said, hey, you know what? Because he heard me singing from the room. He was like, hey, you know what? You'd be great for a Vivid Color Band or a Living Color Cover Band. I was like, cool, who is that? <laughs> right. uh, and he's like, oh, my God, what is wrong <laughs> yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah. And obviously, we've all heard Cult of Personality. I've yeah. definitely heard the song. I'm like, I love this song. Didn't know who it was, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I looked up their music and I fell in love. And then, and then he said, "I have the great, some great musicians for you." When I listen to the music, I'm like, "Who is gonna play this stuff?" Mm, yeah. And yeah. then I found found these guys, and I'm like, and I heard them play. I'm like, "Oh, so <laughs> yeah, they kill it." <laughs> so, these guys so, can yeah. definitely play that. They yeah, yeah, Perry, definitely crush
4: been, it. You've been playing Living Color music for years. I've always said that they are one of if not the most underrated rock bands yes. of all time. One hundred percent. I mean not 100%. just the not just uh Corey Glover's vocals but yeah. everybody Vernon yeah. Vern Reed, Reed's the whole guitar band. yeah
5: Yeah. Uh well, yeah and Doug Wimbish on <laughs> bass. Um I uh, nineteen eighty seven is you know yeah. um as far back as I go when they first got signed by um uh Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger's label. Um, yeah, just a huge fan of theirs. And you know, I got a chance to see them thanks to my friend Derek Norton um out at um Riverport for Point Fest. Yeah. Um, got to be backstage and meet them and they were all really, really gracious people.
4: Yep. Uh and Justin, uh, the show is Friday the thirteenth. Yep. Friday the thirteenth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do uh, where is it at? And how do people uh, get it? Is it is
7: at Old Rock House, uh addressed twelve hundred South Seventh Street. Uh, Yeah, starts at uh, doors at seven. Show starts at eight. Mm -hmm. So get there at seven and bring your dancing shoes because (laughs) you're gonna be dancing.
4: I promise. I I have uh, I've I've seen the band play. I was uh, um, honored to have emceed uh, the last time you guys played. I'm gonna be there uh, this coming Friday the 13th. So we hope to see everybody out there as well. Uh, We'll chat a little bit more here in a minute, but uh, let's play some music. So uh, what are we doing? Do it.
5: The Glamour Boys. All right, Mm -hmm.
4: here we go. Uh, This is Vivid, tribute to living color uh, Glamour Boys. Here we go. Take it away, boys. One, two, three, eight.
3: The Glamour Boys swear they are not diva the glamour boys have it all under control always dancing always laughing the glamour boys are playing their role the glamour boys never have no money and the glamour boys wear the most expensive clothes the glamour boys are always at the party where the money comes from, heaven only knows I know a Boy, I'm fierce I know Glamour Boy, Woo! I know a Boy, I'm fierce I know Glamour Boy The Glamour Boys live off their ambition The Glamour Boys have it all figured out A very, very dubious position When you've got no clown The Glamour Boys, oh, life is a gamble And they might get over or fall flat on the face But if one does, there's no need to worry Another G-boy will take his place I know the boy. I know the lemma boy. I know the a boy. I'm fierce. I know the a boy. tomorrow the glamour boys just need tonight to play but just like things you can't afford a credit and time catches up and you have to pay the glamour boys are always on the guest list and you'll always find them in the hottest spots in town they'll be your friends
7: My credit's no good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? You guys just made date night
4: very easy. Yeah. For me next week. <laughs> I, know we'll, I know where we'll be. You know, me and my uh, wife. Thank you so great. much, man. We're honored. That hat ha- and I know, and everybody that knows Living Colors music knows that was probably even additionally difficult to play that song. Yeah. Acoustically. Yes. Yes. And yes. quietly. Yes. Yeah. He wanted to scream. He wants to scream, I'm no mm-hmm. you yeah. to the grandma boy. Yeah. But I'm like. Side. You
1: can tell. He wants uh, to scream. Yeah. It. Hey, mm-hmm. I got to admit, guys, I almost wanted to, like, jump in with that hey, harmony, yeah. be like, hey. <laughs> I ain't going to mess it up, but I was. I was almost like, hey. <laughs> <and like, laughs>
5: everybody was like, Chris, no, I don't throw
1: anybody
4: off. Chris yeah. was like, I see. I see. I can do the oohs. I can do the oohs. I was like, like, <laughs>
5: he's, like he, I can do the oohs. <laughs> he was going to double-dutch his way into the song
4: watch out perry i got this one i got this. Yeah, i got this. <laughs> nope.
2: Uh,
4: nope nope we're gonna take was the zero so, no, was great. <laughs>
6: sounds
5: excellent. thank no, you really thank good. you so very <laughs> much honored. honored honored you guys are having us
4: oh yeah i can't wait uh i can't wait for the show uh, again it's this coming friday friday the 13th yes. old rock house you can check out uh, old rock house on uh, on uh, facebook social media their website you can get tickets that way or you can just show up at the door and get tickets on uh, Friday the thirteenth. Um, any? Uh, what about the uh, the band? Band has a, a website and stuff too, right, Perry? If one of people want to check it out, Vivid has a or just uh, actually band. we have a Facebook. a Facebook page. That's what I meant. Yeah, uh, yes, Vivid yes, yes.
7: a tribute to Living Color. That's our Facebook yes. tag. Thank you so much. I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go like the page, you know, we're going to be doing this. I like playing their songs. So. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, guys. Yeah. And you guys
4: do it very, very well. So. <laughs>
5: and and yeah, we it's... currently are waiting for um, uh, Lenny Mink from uh, Lowtown Studios. He did a nice little video of us doing all the songs from our set. Oh, nice. So we'll have some of that coming out, not to mention all your cool pictures from when you were there as yeah. well.
4: Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah.
5: So we, we're looking forward to some of that stuff to be able to put on the Vivid page as
4: well. Yeah, definitely. Keep an eye on the Vivid Facebook page as well. You can always get details on where the next show is. But uh, we hope to to see everybody uh, this Friday, Friday the 13th at another? Old Rock House. Can we do uh, they're, going, they're going to play us. I think they're going to take us to commercial. All right, good Are you going to gonna do, are you going to, you think you can do the ooze? Uh, I may. Yeah.
0: Now. He's feeling right. it. feeling Yeah, Joe to see that.
4: Okay. The All right. Martin Lawrence I, version. Now you got me doing it. Um, all right, so we'll see everybody, Old Rock House, this Friday. Uh, the, these guys got to go, but they're going to take us in the break. So this is uh, one more from uh, the uh, Living Color Tribute Band, Vivid. Uh, take it away, guys. Two,
3: three. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I always thought that our relationship was cool. You played the role of having since I always played the fool. Now something's different, I don't know the reason why. Whenever we separate, I almost want to cry. Oh, no. Please, not that again.
4: Can't, obviously, you can't see us. Chris just pretended like he was texting and, <laughs> not, really texting and not paying attention to the music until the very last <laughs> second to hit that note. And he drops the phone in a flare <laughs> and It hits the air guitar note. Like a freaking rock star. I wouldn't even pretend to play air guitar around
1: a professional (laughs) musician. You're just asking to be embarrassed. How good was that? Oh, fantastic.
4: So welcome back to The Weekend Report, 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo, Chris Arbs, Carl Middleman in studio. We just had uh, the guys from Vivid, a tribute to Living Color. In the studio playing live. If you missed that, make sure that you download our podcast on the radio.com app so you can hear it. Or if you happen to be listening on the radio.com app right now, you can rewind it. And listen to the music right now. Uh, great, great stuff from uh, those guys. And that show is coming up this coming Friday, the 13th, out at the Old Rock House. I will be there hosting the show. And I cannot freaking wait. So cool to... Uh, it's always great to have Perry in the studio. Of course, he is... Uh, uh, we use his music as the bumper music every week here on the show, and that vivid band, uh, that yeah. vivid band, the Living Color music is so freaking good.
1: Can you hook uh, me and Beckett with with some tickets, maybe? I think I can. Can we talk? I after think you the just show? got them
4: right there. <laughs> <laughs> you just had those guys in on your radio show, well, man. You know, you're I didn't want to,
1: I didn't want to like you know look like I was imposing. I mean, <laughs> since you're the big shot, please. Then you know,
4: please. you know the, the big, MC. You know who the big shot is? Who's that? Virginia Cruda from yes. the Daily Caller. That's how you do that—a <laughs> little segue. That's a radio professional, yes. right there. Virginia folks. Cruda from the Daily Caller <laughs> I... now joins us in the studio. Great to see you. Yeah, you too. Uh, uh, so I want to uh, talk with you about some um, issues that have uh, that were in the news this week uh, uh, regarding the state of, of Illinois, uh, <laughs> your hometown. But before we dive into that. Um, I thought it was freaking hilarious when you texted me earlier this week that Joe Biden is losing it. And <laughs> then we started we, – we we talked about it on the radio on the Dave Glover Show and, and elsewhere here, and, and obviously it's been covered. Uh, but I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it directly. Uh, Joe Biden, the 83-year-old man. Joe Biden he's calls 70, him. Okay,
8: the, the guy who talked to The, the guy, guy who was talking to Joe, Joe Biden eighty-three. Seven,
4: I think. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. think I was accusing? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where <laughs> we were going with that. <laughs> Joe Biden and the and the eighty-three-year-old man at the town hall, who, who oh. I, I think is a Joe Biden supporter. No, he well, is, he's not a Trump supporter. I guess is a better way he to say. He was
8: it. planning to vote for Elizabeth Warren, but yeah. that if it came down to Biden versus Trump, he was a Biden guy. He would vote for that Biden. That was that was kind of the way i understood it
4: so the guy asks joe biden about um about hunter biden in ukraine and joe biden calls him a damn liar he calls him fat and he challenges him to some push-ups
8: oh oh no it no here's here's the fun part because simone sanders now you have to you have to understand who simone sanders is she works for the biden camp now she's a senior advisor for Biden campaign. She used to work for Bernie Sanders. And a couple of years before she started to work for Bernie Sanders, she was on some cable news show talking about how it was time for old white men to get out of politics. And then she went to work for Bernie Sanders. And then she went to work for Joe Biden. So you have to you have to take what she's saying with a grain or a gallon of salt. Yeah. And so what she she came out with an explanation for what happened, that when. Biden said, "Look fat." He wasn't going for like "look fat so and correcting himself. He meant to say, "Look facts."
4: Oh, you think that was it?
8: That's what she says. Oh, she says, you know, if you've been to a Biden event, you know that because he's the... saying like the facts are these and the. But I she had came not heard that explanation within yet. Within hours, she threw that out there. It was.
4: I think he. And was calling it like he saw it. That okay. guy was a little overweight. I think if that right. guy would have had a loud shirt on, he would have been shirt. <laughs> Look, shirt. I agree.
8: Um, <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> but, and even better. So the next morning, flash forward to The View yeah. on, on Friday morning. Yeah. And you've got Anna Navarro, who is supposed to be the conservative voice on oh, The View. Yeah. She just doesn't like Trump. Right. But she's a Republican air quotes Mm -hmm. and uh, she says that it's great that joe biden did this and it looked great for him it came off well because if he makes it to the general he's going to be going up against a damn liar and he'd better be able to know how to handle it was basically how she put it and of course everybody else is right with her and then abby huntsman's like uh what no uh i realized that you know it was but he's got to have an answer to the question you know, it's one thing to be frustrated because they are picking on your son, or frustrated because they're coming up. You know, it might be a plant from another campaign. Megan McCain said, "You know, they they do that. They put plants from other campaigns to, you know, poke the bear and see what right. they get." The problem is, if you're the campaign, you can't. If you're the guy, you can't let them get anything. Right. You have right. to. And well,
4: and, this I think this just goes to show yeah. you why the. Biden campaign has been so protective of their man uh, this entire yes, time I because gonna, they yeah. are, they realize that he's capable now, I guess, more than ever of just like unraveling publicly like what, this.
8: What really struck me, and this is something <laughs> Megan McCain said, she said clearly he has not been briefed on how to answer this question, how to handle this question. Great point. He's 77 years old. He's been a political figure on the Senate brief, level or higher right. since he was 29 years old. He should know how to handle any question. Yeah, you cannot tell me that this guy does not know how to answer a question right. in public. And his response He showed his true colors and they hit a nerve. Right. And
4: Chris his his response was was <laughs> stupid anyway in that he said <laughs> yes. when he said you're a damn when the guy said um uh, I have concerns about your son, mm-hmm. Hunter Biden, taking a job in Ukraine, a country he's not familiar with, in the, nas- in the gas industry, uh, which is an industry he's not familiar sure. with. Wait. And then he says, you're a damn liar. And then he says, and then Joe Biden says, nobody has said that.
8: Everybody <laughs> you, has said that, Joe. Let me let me throw that this was, out that there. That was not an off-the-wall question. What, what the guy said was that, you sent your son to Ukraine to work at the... I don't think Biden... And so I think that he was correct in calling out a lie there. I see. But he still handled it very badly. Right. And by saying nobody is saying, is talking about this, everybody's talking yeah. about right. this. Right. Everybody's talking about it. But I don't think that the prevailing narrative is you sent your son to do this. Right. I think Ukraine may have recruited him for that reason. I think Hunter Biden may have taken the job because, hey, look, free money. And not really intended to be a pathway for, you know, I I don't know that Hunter Biden, I I think he was just in it for the money. I don't think he was there thinking, I'm going to be a conduit for a foreign country and my dad and, you know, I'm going to compromise. I don't think that was the goal. Right. But I think that the Obama administration was correct to be concerned about it. They were correct to brief the people that they did. I, um, uh, the ambassador, uh, Yovanovitch, mm-hmm. said that they briefed her about this, saying you're going to get questions about this. You need to know about this. Right. They were right to do that because I think that they understood that it looked bad, even if it there was nothing mm-hmm. actually happening.
4: Chris, if you're working on the Biden campaign... <laughs> What's your reaction off to the side watching this happen? I think
1: what it shows is this is a real uh, Achilles heel for Joe Biden, uh, Hunter, Hunter Biden. Um, this is something that got underneath his skin because he knows that he is vulnerable in this uh, with that mm-hmm. situation. And that's why uh, that's why he lashed out.
6: Yeah. Uh,
4: Virginia, one of the, so the reason I wanted to talk to you today was this couple of things that came out of uh, uh, Illinois this week. A couple of news stories. A, a Regarding upcoming bills, proposed uh, bills in the state. The first one is an Illinois bill that would tax you to watch Netflix and <laughs> and other streaming services. The bill would implement the Video Service Tax Modernization Act. This is not a joke. And the. Oh, in- it is
8: a joke. Enter- it's yeah, just you're right. <laughs> it's just it is not- a joke,
4: but it's real. It's a real joke. Uh, uh, Two. Two. Two titles of this, the Video Service Tax Modernization Act and the Entertainment Tax Fairness Act. It would create taxes on streaming services. The bill states you would have to pay a tax, quote, for the privilege to witness, view, or otherwise enjoy entertainment. A tax to to enjoy entertainment. Why don't they want
8: poor people to get TV? Like,
4: the new tax is similar to the amusement tax Chicago has implemented, and more recently <laughs> expanded to streaming services like Netflix. So in Chicago, they're already taxing you. Yeah, well, you. see,
8: here's here's what I would say is that you're already taxing entertainment in Chicago.
4: I didn't know it was. And a, look
8: at the murder rate. I, I didn't mean, know they we don't owed anything any, else to do.
4: <laughs> I didn't know we owed anybody anything to enjoy no, entertainment. No,
8: if you're Literally, paying, that's what it says if you for, pay the for the privilege to enjoy entertainment. If you are paying for the service, you've paid for the service. It's They're, right? they're trying to double dip. They want It's like the estate tax. We're going to tax you on money that's already been taxed because you died. Okay. no, <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not how any of this that's works. That's not how any of this works.
1: And they see this also as just a big pot of money. You have the Disney streaming services. Yeah. You have Netflix. They see yes. this is a growing market. Because it's and a growing
8: this, market. And, and, and this is a
1: way to tax people. Most huh? people
8: <laughs> have multiple services. And so but they how can how many times can you double, put your triple. hands in the pockets of the citizens of
4: Illinois? I mean They've done it. Well, they're going to find out <laughs> over and over again. So another bill which actually is a good one. I think everybody would get on board with this one, but the fact that it has to be even uh discussed is the problem and it's and it's got no chance either. Another new bill in Illinois aims uh to pay state lawmakers only for the days they work. How novel. Uh <laughs> The bill has been presented before, but has never been seriously considered. Uh, Currently, Illinois lawmakers only have to work one day to qualify for a month's pay.
8: No. Illinois
4: Illinois lawmakers are among the highest paid in the nation. They voted to raise their pay by $1,600 in the most recent state budget. Mm -hmm. The average Illinois uh, lawmaker makes $70,000, while the national average is $38,000. This bill is called... No work, no pay. It's been proposed by Republican Mike Murphy out of Springfield. I'm sure it has no chance. But again, this is less about the bill and more about the fact of
8: exposing. I think it's a good idea, and I'm wondering how we could apply that federally, because I'd love to see that applied to Congress. Sure. Um, But (laughs) there's also the fact that I, I can understand why Illinois lawmakers have to make more than Lawmakers in other states. I mean, if they're paying for Netflix and Disney Plus, they're going to have to pay that tax too. Because <laughs> I don't think they get it's an really exemption. It's really
4: expensive to live in Illinois, so <laughs> come on, guys, we got to no, raise our. It is, pay. and
8: and I, I, you know, I know Annie Fry talks about getting gas in St. Louis all the time, yeah. and because it, on an average, I can drive. It, it, I, I live ten miles into Illinois, mm-hmm. so a fifteen-minute drive will save me twenty cents a gallon on gas. If not, yeah. If not more, right. And that's that's just on a daily basis, right. So,
4: how frustrating is it to have a business in the state, live in the state, and see stories like, "Hey, we need to charge you for Netflix because we're yeah. not making enough money." Oh, but at the same time, the people that make all those decisions only have to work one day right. a month to get paid. The, for the there's entire that,
8: month. and there's the. I mean. I, you know i i don't want to speak for my husband's family's business but right. i will say that every time the minimum wage goes up they are on pins and needles trying to figure out if they're going to be able to stay open yeah That's because because this is a mom and pop shop that employs right. fewer than 20 people and half of them are you know almost half of them are family members or related in some way and you're in a position where you have to raise prices which means people stop buying from you mm-hmm. or you have to not raise your you know, you when you when you raise the minimum wage Mm -hmm. that only affects the people at the bottom. The people at the top go, well wait a minute, they got a pay raise, why don't I? You have to raise everybody's wages. It's not just the not just the bottom one. Because the prices for everything go up when yep. the when the minimum wage yeah, goes up. Absolutely. So you're you're looking at. Then you have to consider they're still paying social security taxes. They're still paying all the workman's comp and everything else. So now you can't hire new people. You can't. It, yeah. it, it's it, it's ridiculous. It's not it's not, there it's are not good so for business. So many things. It sets off a chain of events that that make it nearly impossible to keep a business open.
4: That's right. Virginia Cruda from The Daily Caller. How can people follow you on social media and uh, read your stuff?
8: Um, At VA Cruda on Twitter, uh, thedailycaller.com or at Daily Caller on Twitter as well.
4: Very good. Great stuff. Always great to see you. Thank you so much. Sure. All right. We got to take a break, but we got a whole second hour to go. Uh, Skip Weber, Trish Gazelle going to be in in a little bit for the Weird News Challenge. And uh, we've got more stories and issues of the day to get to as well. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Weekend Report on 97.1 FM Talk.
5: time for your favorite show the weekend report is on okay,
4: okay we're still doing that welcome back to the weekend report it's our number 2 of the weekend report tony Colombo, chris arps carl middleman in I- studio A big thank you to Virginia Cruda from Daily Caller and Perry Woods. and All the guys from Vivid who joined us in that first hour. If you missed it, download the podcast on the radio.com app. Or if you're listening there right now, you can rewind live radio with the the, uh, radio rewind feature. Perry Woods actually exists. He, that's the Did first he actually... time you guys have ever... That is so shocking. That is the yes. first time that you guys have ever been ever. in a studio together. He's been here so many times, but every time he's been here, for whatever reason, you've yeah. been out.
0: Yeah, and and Two years now? He said, yeah. he. as I was walking him back, he said, is Chris going to be here? And I said, you'll just have to oh. see He's like, so is it like, is it like uh, the number of black people in <laughs> yeah. a horror movie? Yeah, exactly.
4: You can only have one. <laughs> only one survives. Yeah. So, so But funny. with
0: the band... There were five African American
1: yeah. people. Yes. That's in right. Room. And they, That's were, right. they were jamming.
4: They were jamming. They were jamming. Living color, baby. Vivid. Um, you tribute. didn't even
1: laugh at me while I was dancing. I wasn't,
4: because I wasn't looking at you. Oh, okay. I was he watching was, the he band. He was
0: uh, doing things with his phone.
1: Yeah, right?
4: I was taping the band. Yeah, it was great, great stuff. Uh, that band is playing. Uh, this Friday night, Friday the 13th, at uh, the Old Rock House, I'll be there hosting the show, and it's going to be a blast, so uh, we hope to see you out there. Uh, got a busy second hour coming up here for you. Skip Weber's going to be joining us in the next segment, so will Trish Gazelle from 102.5, St. Louis' Christmas Station. Yeah. Um, we're going to play a little Yuletide. Weird News Challenge, so that's coming up in the next segment right now. I want to dive back into some of the stories of the week. Um Jobs. We haven't talked about Mm, this jobs report yet. The uh, November jobs report came out and it uh, outdid expectations. The economy, the jobs, uh, unemployment uh, continues to go down. nothing but great news for this president. I mean, how
1: many times can you keep saying the lowest unemployment rate of all time because it keeps going down? I I mean, this is the lowest in 50 years. African-American unemployment is the lowest it has been ever. You know, a lot of the criticism that Democrats have when a Republican is president and the economy is doing well is they always say, well, these are uh, uh, service jobs. These are low-paying jobs that, that that are occurring. Well, Tony, in this situation, that's not the case. The greatest job growth in this economy has been actually in blue-collar jobs. So this is economic growth across the board. This is what uh, John Kennedy and Ronald Reagan said, a a rising tide lifts all boats, and uh, we're seeing that.
4: And, you know, that whole thing about, oh, well, these are low-paying jobs, and uh, they're jobs.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
4: (laughs) I mean, and I'm not even—and like you said, that's not even the biggest area of growth in this, but— even that excuse to me, you can only go so far with because there are jobs. Yeah. And we're at this point. There's port, work available.
1: And we're in the work available. We're at this point now where we have a million surplus jobs where either there's not there's not enough people right. to fill those jobs or they don't have the necessary skills to fill those jobs. But we have a million
4: dollar, million Mi- jobs. job surplus. Yeah. yeah. More jobs than people to fill them. Exactly. Em. And I don't know how. How how difficult is that going to be for the Democrats to combat? It's very difficult because most
1: people, I mean, Tony, you and I are old enough to remember the uh, 1992 presidential campaign and the famous phrase that uh, James Carville made famous. Mm -hmm. It's the economy, stupid. And uh, we've got an economy that's growing stupidly. And I think that uh, it's definitely going to help the president and then... I really don't I really don't know what the Democrats can can really argue against him when it comes to the the economy. Yeah, you You can't.
4: We mentioned uh, Michael Bloomberg uh, earlier in the uh, the idea that Stuart Varney from Fox Business put forward that he thinks he's going to uh, he could be the person to take the Democratic uh, presidential nomination. A little dust up between Bloomberg News hmm. and the White House <laughs> this week. Right. Trump campaign says it will block Bloomberg News reporters from campaign events following the uh, Bloomberg News decision to stop investigating 2020 Democrats. Where do you come down to this whole thing?
1: I don't blame them. I mean, you talk about unfairness. If you're going to be a media outlet, and uh, even if the media outlet is named after a presidential campaign, you just can't stand on the sidelines and say, well, we're not going to investigate our boss or any of the Democrats. I mean, you talk about Partisan. Yeah. And I think some of the Republicans had a great idea. You know, they were saying that, well, if you're not going to dem- if you're not going to investigate Democrats, then what you're doing is a inpaid contribution to the Democratic Party. Yeah. And that needs to be on the campaign
4: reports. So what it what it boils down to, a lot of people don't understand where this all came from. So Bloomberg News has a policy of not investigating (laughs) its parent company or its owner, Michael Bloomberg, uh, his family, his personal life, and his wealth. And when Bloomberg decided to get into the race, Bloomberg News extended that policy (laughs) to cover all of his primary opponents. So Bloomberg News will not investigate any of the other democrats running for president as long as michael bloomberg is running for president but they didn't extend that policy to cover donald trump who is also running for president even Mm -hmm. though he is president he's still also engaged in this campaign so it's absolute hypocrisy i mean i don't know how else you can look at that if you know the details (laughs) some people just see the headline that says the White House says Bloomberg News can't come in because it, and the and people go, "Oh, so Michael Bloomberg is running for president." So the so Trump blocks his whole yeah. thing. If you know the details, I don't understand how you could possibly make an argument against why the White House made that decision uh
1: they've got every right in the world i wouldn't want uh i wouldn't want them covering me because they have flat out said that they are not going to be fair and they are biased towards michael bloomberg and the democrats so yeah I, I wouldn't want them there uh, either
4: no nope, absolutely um god there's so many stories that i want to get to and i <laughs> i know we don't have time to do all of them you have
0: uh, nine minutes all right i'm gonna
4: bring this back
0: um Bring Actually, this, eight minutes now. Sorry. I want to bring this back
4: locally and uh, touch on a story we, uh, that uh, affects people here in uh, the St. Louis area. MetroLink mm. says things will get better with a new safety plan. I want to get your reaction to this. Uh, MetroLink says much of the crime committed on the trains is from people without tickets. Duh. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I'm don't waiting for the revelation styles. here. This new plan makes you uh, show your ticket before boarding. What? That, yeah. along with adding police officers, will make Metrolink safer, according to Metro. Uh, here's the problem. St. Clair County, St. Louis County, and St. Louis City all have to approve the additional police officers. That hasn't happened yet. So... Uh, I guess they can put people in where you have to show a ticket before you board the train. I guess they can do that themselves, but they can't just add the police officers. Do you think MetroLink's ever going to get its act <laughs> together? I mean, is it ever going to be a safe place in, in, in a viable uh, way to travel around the area, or is they are they just plagued with this issue?
1: Not until they have more police officers and more security there on the train. And on the on the docks where you you know where you board, they're not. I mean, I don't ride it. Um, the only time that I would even think about riding it is to go down to a, a ball game downtown when the thing's packed to 110 percent capacity, and right. you know that you know probably nothing's going to happen because the train's so full. But other than that, I, I wouldn't ride it. Yeah,
4: You I mean, you, and even if you have a person sitting in a little in a little booth there, and mm. you're supposed to show them your ticket before you get on. Yeah. I mean, if. If somebody wants to do something, that's not going to stop. Them. And this is like you know. only only security or police are going to be able to And
1: stop how long that. has the MetroLink been in operation?
4: A long time.
1: And we're just now talking about hey, maybe you should show your ticket before you get on the train and it's been in operation 25 years. Are you getting me? It,
4: I remember when it first opened and it we were first doing it and I'm like buying a ticket and I'm like okay, Okay, so you go to the little you're machine the only here, one. Yeah. and you buy the ticket and you're like, "Okay, who do I show it to?" Oh, and you just get on. Yeah, the train. just get on. Well, what do I have to do with this <laughs> ticket? I don't know, put it in your pocket. <laughs> well, why did I buy it? I don't know, you're supposed to buy it to get on the train.
0: And you're supposed to validate it too. That's when they had yeah. validation. Yes, yeah. they did. You're yeah. Yeah, right.
4: And then and then once in a blue moon, somebody would walk down the train and say, yep. "Tickets? Tickets?" Yeah. But the chances of that happening were seemed like 1 in a million. And then, if you didn't have your ticket, you just got off the next stop anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or and, they, they, could, they could write you a $25 ticket.
4: But I, then bet, what, I bet a lot of those got paid. And, and then there were some problems
1: with the tickets because well, they, weren't, me they, too, weren't, huh? they weren't, uh, when you got a ticket, they weren't charging you with it or they right. didn't have the jurisdiction right. to charge you or something. It was okay.
4: Speaking St. of, St. Louis. Speaking of uh, tickets, you guys know what the Mandela effect is? Uh, As in Nelson? Yeah. Do you know what it is? Okay. No. I feel is like I should worth, know this because I'm black. It's not worth getting into. No, it's not that. It's okay. it's, it's 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 kind of a kind of a a paranormal, um, uh, multiple dimension type. <laughs> it's a kind of this multiple dimension type belief where people think that it's possible to kind of phase through different dimensions and whatever. Mm, okay. But here's why. Here's How, why. Is it here's why it applies. Yeah, here's I why it applies wondering. to this. Here's why it applies to this. Red light cameras. Yep. Right. Yeah. They're coming back. Yeah. Didn't we live in a dimension? Didn't we live in a world yes. once that unconstitutional. found that they were unconstitutional and then they were gone? Yes.
6: Yeah.
0: Apparently that never happened because they're all coming back. And... Go ahead.
4: Well, apparently, not now, for
1: <laughs> well, apparently no, now... for revenue. Well, apparently now... for revenue. No,
0: there's a, she's saying that it's not for revenue. Oh, she's saying please. it's for safety. And I think
1: please. it was before, the reason why they were unconstitutional, because they didn't take a picture of the actual driver, but these new ones will, will take a picture of the driver so they can prove that it was, it was you, you actually driving so, the vehicle.
4: So red light cameras <laughs> are, uh, uh, what I thought was a thing of the past, are coming back to St. Louis, Marilita Cruz, and planned. To bring them back in 2020 it, it, as a revenue yeah. generator. That's all period. it is. That's, That's all right. it is. She is, she is, it is for
1: safety. She
0: well, should before, take that money. Well, well,
1: it was for safety before, and then when the and then when the uh, uh, the Supreme Court said it was unconstitutional, you never heard that argument. Oh, we need these. It's for safety. They just said, oh, okay, we'll right, get right. rid of them. Now all of a sudden, we need them for safety again. The county it's council,
4: BS. the St. Louis County Council, is discussing bringing them back as well. However, uh, it, it, at least. The, in some good news, there are people like councilman Tim Fitch who are opposed to them and want to put the issue on the ballot in oh. 2020, which is a way he's better, going to be
0: running. <laughs>
4: <laughs> way better way to go do, uh, about things. I wonder if they will uh, win. I wonder if uh, what if I wonder if people will vote for red light cameras if they're on the ballot. They will not.
1: <laughs> they probably not but then but then I think about it, you know, uh, if you can make an emotional argument that this is for safety, and you start showing campaign commercials of people running stoplights and running and into, into people accidents. and people being killed, mm-hmm. they may pull your emotional, uh, emotional heartstrings. No for
0: red light cameras. <laughs> she should take all Nobody of that money. Is voting? It's for safety, Tony. She's, what do you
1: have? Yeah. What do you have against safety? Nobody's the mayor of the city of St.
0: Louis cameras. needs to take some money. And look at timing out these lights. So one, they are safer, and two, the traffic flow throws better. Yeah. She needs to do that and she would win in a landslide if she would do that, but she is not going you know to do that. You know what the other
4: thing is? Uh, like the like the parking tickets
0: in the city. How many
4: what percentage of those tickets do you think get paid? Mm. Uh, Ten. I
0: don't know, because
4: you know. I remember the first time around, nobody would ever pay their red light parking ticket. Yeah. They just well, never. because
0: it was going through a company in Houston. Right. But people pay those parking
1: tickets, though, because you come out and find that boot on your ride. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've had that a for a couple of times. No, I mean, not paying a parking no, ticket. You think they
4: will? They'll stick a the picture <laughs> of your face running the red light. And glue yes. the, they'll tape the <laughs> on the boot, <laughs> on the boot. Yeah. You're like, why do I got this boot? Oh, there there's me go. running through the red there light. You I didn't go. pay my, didn't
0: pay my. Uh, the weird thing tickets. is, when they were coming out, I, I got one, mm-hmm. and I didn't know in the city, you, before you made a right turn, you have to make a complete stop. Right. Yeah. And then they gave you the link, and I said, well, I didn't do that. I watched the video. Yeah. Yes, I did. I <laughs> got two got, tickets like that. But in, my in the county,
4: you can. My wife got two at the same red I light. Did too one week apart
1: yeah i do too That's yeah, that because it. you don't know because Becky was like man i'm tired of fan tickets and uh money for this same ticket you just forget i was at the right. it was like the, i was at a red light and i didn't make a complete stop and, and i turned right turn? and i was right. like oh i forgot and i was like hey i'll be getting the ticket in a week
0: yeah i paid one i did not pay the other one
4: all right, we gotta wrap up this segment. Uh Skip Weber is here, Trish Gazelle is here, which means the Weird News Challenge is right around I feel the corner. Good today, we are going to be doing that next. Uh, so don't go anywhere. Also, hey, just a quick, quick plug. Remi- yeah, quick plug, quick reminder. We'll talk about this a little bit later as well. Uh, don't forget about our new movie review segment that we do every week on the website, 971 talk.com/slash weekend report. You can see it there. You can also see it on the 971 YouTube channel. Our very own Carl Middleman uh, reviews movies every week. This week, it's The Irishman.
0: The Irishman. Yeah, Martin so Scorsese.
4: We'll talk a little bit more about that review in a few minutes, and you can check it out on uh, the website, 971 talkcom slash weekend report right now. Uh, don't go anywhere. Weird News Challenge is next. If you lose me Day. Hello and welcome back to the Weekend Report 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo, my partner Chris Arps, who is yes. a dancing machine. The reggae dance.
2: Producer Chris Powell i have, Middleman. I have gone to I have gone to concerts with you. You do yes. not dance ah, like that. Ah, yeah,
4: he does not. Skip Weber is. <laughs> this is the one I dance
2: when there's five people around.
4: <laughs> Skip Weber and Trish Gazelle from 102.5. Great to see you guys. I forget
9: what happened the last time. Did Skip win?
4: I of course. So i don't know no it, I? It, was ah. Ah. it was trish i don't think i was here well you sent me over here. Here. here
2: yeah i wasn't here you were so here, here. I don't trish won while you were gone yeah well that's a big surprise <laughs> <laughs> gee thanks skip yeah that's no surprise thank you i said it was a big surprise mm-hmm. So uh, I just yeah. said it sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs>
4: that of course, uh, uh that that music, the uh, music of Perry Woods uh skip earlier on the in the show. You missed
2: it. We had I Perry's saw them on their way out. That was bad. Yeah, you told me they were band. gonna be here today, and I was trying to get here in time, and I didn't think they were gonna be in and out. I thought they'd be hanging around all the show. They're rock stars, man. Yeah.
4: They got things to they do. They it's the middle of the day.
2: They don't do <laughs> <laughs> They don't do anything till seven o'clock, seven thirty at the earliest. They, They've a got to practice tearing. Yeah. Room. so you do that during the
6: day.
4: <laughs> they uh, they were here, they played live in the studio. They have a big show next Friday, Friday the 13th, uh, out at the old rock house that I will be hosting and if you missed uh, that segment, you want to go back and check it out. Do so on the radio.com app. Right now it is time for the weird news challenge. This is episode number 61. Uh this is we're going back to a traditional game. Okay. And I don't know. I don't. This probably it's probably not the most points ever on the line, mm. but there is oh, wow. a ton Ooh. of points a available. A cleanup question. Uh-oh. I like
2: it. Two massive nice. questions there's five Uh-oh. questions five questions total five questions remember five. when it was three questions and they're all worth one point it's
4: how, that's how the game used wow. to be yeah. three questions worth one point and they were burger. like questions i knew <laughs> <laughs> this is a remember five the good old days of that <laughs> it's a five question game and both <laughs> questions question four has 10 points and Whoa. question five has 20. Oh, no. wow. cornucopia wow wow this is wild it's insane uh so Chris and Trish and Skip are going to play. Carl is going to be the judges. And here we go. Uh we gotta test our test our buzzers. Chris
1: Arps. This is probably the only time you'll hear it today.
4: <laughs> that buzzer is getting very <laughs>
2: No, so, but, but, with the multiple, engineering. <laughs> with the multiple choice questions, you, you'll be able to buzz <laughs> yeah, in. You're gonna yeah, you're going to get a chance. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll hear that twice Some today. tech
4: needs to come and take a look at that buzzer. And <laughs> yeah, make sure. exactly. We haven't actually heard exactly. it in <laughs> in a long, long time. <laughs> the button's done. Trish Gazelle? <laughs> Bloop. Bloop. Ding Skip ding Weber. Ding Back ding. to the ding-dings. I like it. All right, uh, Katie Fitzpatrick Rule, not in effect. You can buzz in anytime you want. Weekend report, weird news challenge, episode number sixty-one, question number one. Johnny Depp is producing a musical about the life and times of Michael Jackson through. Bloop! Okay, his glove. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> through what perspective is this story being told? In the Answer is his sequin
2: glove. Huh. glove. The that name,
9: stories told the from name. the perspective.
2: Let's, of let's his take glove. A, let's take a very talented but very weird guy.
4: Yeah, and make
2: and then it make even, a musical weirder. E- even weirder. Even weirder. Yeah. Come on. I missed that earth shattering yeah, news exactly. this week. How, where was I at? You so, were watching impeachment hearings. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> the exciting
4: stuff. <laughs> the uh, the musical is called For the Love of a Glove. Uh, an unauthorized music fable about the right. life of Michael Jackson <laughs> as told by his glove. Sounds Johnny dirty. Depp says, Johnny Depp who's producing it says, everything Michael Jackson has been accused of has actually been caused by his glove, mm. which what? is an alien from outer space that controls him. That that's explains. the plot
9: of the player. This explains. is what Johnny Depp really thinks. That no, that's the
4: Is, is I, he, I, he back in rehab? What, that's the idea. Of the plot. Is Johnny
1: Depp back in rehab? I don't know. Wait till the glove comes out. Right.
4: All right. (laughs) Question number two. There's a new term called we-gifting. And according to a survey, a new survey, 74% of us have done it. What is... Ding, ding,
2: ding, ding, ding. Skip over. Giving the gift together. That's what
4: what it should be, but that is not what it is. Wow. That's what it should be. There's a new term called we-gifting, and according to a new survey, 74% Mm -hmm. of us have done it. What is... We-gifting.
2: <clears throat> Can you use that in a sentence? No. Okay. Uh, Christmas no. is all about we-gifting. <laughs> we <laughs> I'm trying to get some <laughs> Like W-E-gifting? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, yes.
9: Regift bloop? Yes. Re-gifted a wedding gift?
4: No, that is incorrect. Uh. Chris, you want to take a guess well, at it? It's up
1: to me. I don't, I don't lose anything, right? No, I
4: don't lose anything. Okay. But you have to buzz
1: in. No you have to buzz in. Yeah, there you
4: go. We-gifting. Well done. Well done. At least that buzzer works. Well, you can't wait. Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm still thinking. Yeah, I don't. Give, give Chris, an answer. would you like me to read the question again? <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, it it again. For you. I'll yeah. do that for you, yeah. my friend. Yeah, read it again uh, for I'll me. I'll do that for you, my friend. He yeah. cheats so bad. There's a new term. I lose every game, Trish. Come on. <laughs> You're still in third place, man. <laughs> yeah. There's a, three people. There's a new term called we gifting, and according to a new survey, 74% of us have done it. What is we gifted. is it
1: W E or O U I? It
4: is W E. Oh O-U-I. my God! Like yeah, that. it's the French version. Uh, what I thought you- man, <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. Right.
4: Uh, no answer. No answer. It's when you give someone. Do you know it? I do. What is it? It's yeah.
0: It's when you give something to like your wife, but you're really buying it for yourself.
4: That is correct. Oh. That should be me gifting.
0: When you give when you give a gift that
4: you. Yeah. Fully plan to use as well. For that example, makes
2: that makes sense.
4: Maybe you buy a new TV for the living room and claim it's for the kids, but you're really going to be the one Got who's doing it. Use yeah. it. Oh, okay, yeah. so that yeah. is a we. I gotcha. gift. What does right. the "we" part stand for? <laughs> it's for both of us. It's mine, us. but I'm yeah. buying it for. They need a new term. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Skip's like version, version is would we be gifted. Gifted. no. No, that makes just as much sense as I guess. Yeah. Okay. Question number three: A new study found the safest and least safest cities in the U.S. Based on things like terrorist attacks, mass shootings, crime rates, and natural disaster risk, what is the least safe city in the U.S.? Chris <laughs> 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 Uh St. Louis. That is correct. Yeah. You <laughs> got a point. I got Woo! a point.
1: I hate to have to be on I that question. Say, but do, That's the
4: point you want, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's the point yeah. you want.
1: Hey, yeah. I, I take monster. all I can get. What a monster. I'm right. in the game. This is the first he's game I've been
4: in in months. Yeah, he's got a point. I knew that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, It just took me a second. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. This is where it's going to get crazy. This is where it's going to get crazy. Uh, question number four, 10 points available. Mm. Ooh. Listen carefully now. Rolling Stone has put out their list of the best albums of the 2010s. So 2010 through 2019. You don't have to name the album, but for one point each, give ding, ding, me ding, the ding.
2: Al- ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go with. Uh, I'll be back. I'm going to the restroom. Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye
4: West is number
2: one. Let's see. Who mm-hmm, else has put out mm-hmm. some good albums? I, maybe I shouldn't have like, well, yeah, At least did, You, got, I mean, a you point. got one. You got a point. Let's go with with um oh. uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, he, yep, number four. Okay. Let's go with Katy Perry. No. Incorrect. Bloop! Okay. Oh, Trish Gazelle. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I the, the, the music director will know this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Oh,
4: I know another one. I guess. Lizzo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jay-Z. No. Jay Z.
2: No. Jay Z's gotta be on. He's I, on can there. Can I know. guess a couple other ones? Sure, you La- can Lady Gaga. You. Nope. Post oh, Malone. Lady Gaga's not on nope.
4: there. Drake. Yep. Yeah. Ariana sorry. Grande. You, you too.
2: You too. Nope. Ready for him? How could Jay Z not be on no.
4: there? Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. Kendrick Lamar. David Bowie. Drake. Somebody said that. Lord, Adele. Adele. Adele, the whole rolling in the Deep thing. I mean, that was in the. Yes. Uh, Pistol Annie's and LCD sound system. I wouldn't have gotten like four of those. Yeah. But I mean, Beyonce and Drake and Adele, you guys. Yeah, Yeah. I should have got Beyonce. I remember Lord, remember that huge. Yes, but then she went away. With the rest of that list, I'm surprised Taylor Swift was on there. Mm-hmm. Yep, Taylor and yeah. Kanye were the yeah, oh, on there darn as well. It. All right That's now. So no, wait, all okay. Right. What's the
0: point total
4: now? Right, so here's the score. Skip has two, Trish has one, Chris has one. Mm. There are twenty points available <laughs> in, in question number so five. Over. Wow. So it's uh. not over at all. All right, here we go. Might be this might be the most points ever for one question. It definitely is. Maybe. Here we go. Babynames.com just released its list of the most popular baby names for the year, 2019. For one point each, you can give me the top ten names for either boys or girls. Top ten for either boys or girls. Let's guess. Chris Cazzo. Jacob. No. Chris. Uh, Emma. I'm out. Uh, that sounded like a good one, yeah. But th- no. That's been pretty popular. No,
9: okay, go ahead. Skip wins, <laughs> Skip
4: wins. <laughs> without answering a baby, guessing baby it. Name. <laughs>
9: All right,
2: let me ask you not a question. Not a single one, uh, let me guess. Let me yeah, guess. Try to guess some because I know three of these, and I can't believe people are naming their girls this. Okay, H- Hazel.
4: Hazel, yes. Really? So I, I don't get That was my aunt's me, name. That, yes. that's an old oh, maid. Yeah, that's old an old school. maid. Yeah. But yes. old names so, are coming back. Um, they are coming that's back. That's why I was saying yeah.
2: Emma, because I so know what people about, that don't uh, tell Emma. What Jordan about um, um, Justin? Uh, no. Justin? Mm-mm. Yeah, I know some Justin's little. Charlotte. Too. Aiden.
4: Charlotte is number one on that's, girls. That's uh, because okay.
9: that's Jill's baby's name, yep. Charlotte. How about
4: Christopher? Uh, no, it does, sir. Oh, darn. Top ten names for boys are Liam. Oliver, Theodore. Wow, these are old school. Yeah. Oliver and Theodore?
2: Theo. What and is Liam Chipmunks. is old school. Wait, wait, the what is that? Th- Declan. Declan? Yeah. Declan's okay. Irish name. Yeah. All right. Wow.
4: Okay. Henry, Owen, Finn, Finn, Caleb, Emmett, and Benjamin. And th- yeah, there you go. And the top 10 names for girls are Charlotte, Amelia, Violet. Wow. Old school. I it. Aria, I Aurora, Ava, Olivia, Vivian, Hazel hmm. and Nora. Wonder why Whoops. old school names are coming back. What do you guys think? everything one? old because
2: is new because again. <laughs> millennials are whack. <laughs> whack it's just it's crazy 33, 33 possible points and, points and skip
4: wins the game with two one. points.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is embarrassing well at least we got one yeah. Yeah. all right tiebreaker
4: yeah. that we don't need but we'll play anyway uh a new survey asked people uh about appropriate behavior while you're in someone else's house What percentage of people think it's fine to look through someone's medicine cabinet?
2: All right, so i got to go first. Yeah, so you're at somebody's house,
4: and you go into their bathroom to use the restroom. What percentage of people say, if you want to go through their medicine cabinet, it's
9: okay?
2: (laughs) I will say 31%. Okay, 31%. I'll
4: say
9: 74.
4: Okay, 74.
2: I'm going to say 10%. 60%.
4: Sixty percent. No way. Rude people. Trish would have won that one. Sixty wow. percent say it's okay to go through someone's incredibly
2: uncool. That
4: is incredibly uncool. Let's let's yeah.
1: be honest here, because no one else is listening but us. Have you ever gone through? Uh, uh, boy. Have you? Carl's got his. Carl. Hands up. <laughs> <laughs> I no. can admit I've You're never I liars. haven't never. I've I, never done I, that. I've
2: liars. never
1: I've never done that. I, I
9: may have but the only time I would oh, have
4: go, is if
9: I needed something like hand lotion out. or something or toilet paper mm. like hey your toilet paper out I have a out, hard let me enough time
2: using the bathroom and someone else's house. Did she just say she
9: opened up for the toilet to, paper the yes. medicine <laughs> cabinet <laughs> for toilet paper? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant like just their cabinets. No, I've never gone through somebody. I don't care that
4: much. I may I may be aware of my surroundings, like, oh, that's interesting, but I would never open uh-uh. a door or no. a drawer. Yeah. No way. No.
9: I'd be too afraid that somebody would hear me or it would come crashing down yeah. and then they'd be like, oh, yeah. why is the medicine cabinet mm-hmm. on the floor?
4: All right. That's going to do it. Skip Weber wins again.
9: Surprise, surprise. three
4: points on the line. And it was 2-1 two two. to 1. To one. <laughs> We're great. You put, hey, you, way too
1: much, you put way too much work in this game, Tony.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, got to take a break. Trish Gazelle uh, from 102.5. Thank you. The Christmas Music Station. Thank you so much. Thanks. And uh, don't go anywhere. Skip Weber's going to stick around. You should, too. You're listening to The Weekend Report, 97.1 FM Talk.
6: Oh, she said you fool. You ran around.
4: Back to the weekend report, one FM Talk. Tony Colombo, Chris Arps, Carl Littleman, and Skip Weber yeah. all in the studio. Coming off a very exciting edition of the Weird News Challenge. Uh, want to remind folks that we have our new movie review segment. That we do every week now with our very own Carl Middleman, who needs a microphone.
2: Yeah. I just want to say that there, i, I can was. You use vi- that one? I just want to remind everybody yeah. I was victorious in the Weird News Challenge, receiving six percent of the six percent
4: of the total possible votes. Po- that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. So uh, week number Cause two because the tall man
0: gets the yes. uh, gets yeah, the I'm tall sorry. mic and yes, now that's I have right. a, yes. the short person has to lean <laughs> over.
4: <laughs> so uh, we do uh, movie reviews now every week on our website ninety seven one talk dot com slash weekend report. Uh, you can also go to the ninety seven one uh, YouTube channel. And you can see the movie reviews there as well. Last week we did Frozen and It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. One of those movies
0: did really well.
4: Yes, one of them (laughs) continues to do really well. Uh, I was supposed to see Frozen last weekend, but my son got RSV. Oh. So we were all going to go, all
0: five of us were going to go. And you decided not to contaminate North County. He and I
4: (laughs) stayed home and my wife and my daughters went. And did you
0: tell them to stay till the very end? I did.
4: Listen. You know what I did? I ran out. They were Leaving. backing down the driveway, <laughs> and I ran outside and flagged their car down and said, "Stay they, to the end. Don't leave because Carl don't leave during said the credits. that mm-hmm. was Carl's tip on the on his so, review last so, week
2: to not leave." Do you know what my kids call those little things that they have? In what do the, they call them in the credits? They, yeah, in mm-hmm. animated. Uh-huh. They mm-hmm. call them the funny overs.
0: The funny overs, oh, all right. the funny no, overs. That's <laughs> that goes back to when they
2: were like three and four or five years old. Is there back with Bugs Life. Bugs Life yeah. was one of the mm-hmm. one of the first ones that did the animated yeah. outtakes. Yeah. You know? So we had to wait for the funny overs. So That's did great. they stay?
0: And did they like that? They so did. They it? So Frozen
2: Two has funny overs. Yes. So at the very very end, and you liked the movie? I did. I, I, I hate, liked it very much. Sequels. I hate sequels. Oh, Man, I hate Sequels. It's, it's fine serials, so, Cere- like Indiana Jones, like Star Wars and such, mm-hmm. I, I love. Right, if done right. they because they knew they knew that yeah.
0: those were going to be three movies. Sometimes, I
2: mean, it. but so, I even mean, if they didn't, they 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 usually do a good job orchestrating. Well, it. You would when have, you come you would out with a sequel, I mean, this is the this is I th- I can think of one other Disney movie that has a sequel that was in theaters. Right, all the other rescuers Disney, down under. Rescuers down under. Down under they, all, all the other Disney sequels are. Horrible direct to DVDs, right? Horrible,
4: just cash grab. Yes, yeah. they and, are what
2: and, they are. And I just, I can't help but think that when I see the previews yeah. for that for yeah. Frozen, I just cannot it's help. Not, but it's not. It's it's not. It may or may not be. But you know what? If it would have
0: sucked, they would have put it directly to video. But they didn't. They I'm put not sure, this in theater.
2: I'm not sure that they would. It's have. well done. Well, yeah, yeah you're right. I, I think the you can tell the difference in the direct to video animation. You could tell all that. They oh, just Oh yeah, did it from, Lion King one and a half. The
0: voices <laughs> aren't right. Terrible. The voices aren't right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now here's my question to Carl, if you don't mind me usurping your <laughs> no show go right. This is your segment. You can talk about but, whatever you uh, want. <laughs> are you looking forward to the Star Wars movie? I am. Okay, I'm I know going that to see it. you are the one person out of millions that liked the last one. In, not not not. talking about Solo. I'm talking about eight. Yeah, whatever the crap fest was. The, <laughs> uh, but, See, yeah. you have a, you have yeah. a believer right next. to oh, you. Oh, I know. We've talked about it many times. It was terrible. Terrible. It was terrible. I, 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 I love it. Ruined Star on this Wars. New for me. whole on this new whole batch. Mm-hmm. The Force Awakens was okay to me because yeah. it was I fan loved, service. I loved Rogue One. As you should. I loved it. It's great. I hated the next one, mm-hmm. the the a- last floating general. in space one. Yeah, and the and the Luke and the Luke, doing everything that. No one has ever done with force, force projection before <laughs> right. until this one, and until it one. And was completely just, anti-luke. It was completely not luke. Terrible. And, and solo was okay. I liked solo. Solo, okay. solo was,
0: was better okay. than people say it was. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah,
2: exactly. I agree with that. So I just don't know. I mean, I'm going to see it on opening night. We got the whole thing. But if, if you like, lo-
0: we uh, when will we review that? We one? will review that the uh, the week that Skip is going to be hosting the Weird, Weird News new show, Challenge. So a couple of weeks. Yeah. So yes. I will.
2: I will have seen it by then too. Yes. Yeah. I will, oh, because you're going to do a theater thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll see it on the 19th. I'm seeing uh, it
0: the 17th, so we're going to have to reschedule our So meeting. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. I, I, I just that's don't right. know. That's just uh, uh You're going right. to see
0: it though. And you you know what? Maybe And
2: I, and I what and, and and I'm not excited about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to see it. It's all planned out. And I and I'm just, yeah, whatever. Did you not watch all, all the
0: 22 it. movies of the uh Infinity Saga of the the Avengers, Avengers? Stuff, all the Marvel stuff?
2: I've seen them all, yeah, we have Seen yet. all? Not in order or anything like that. Uh, well then This is what I don't understand. You know what My favorite what? one of that was recently of all everybody went gaga over the uh um Endgame. The endgame and all that. You know what the best one was recently?
0: Ant Man War- uh, and, and
2: the Wasp. Yes. I love Ant Man yeah. and the Wasp. That's a really good show. I think the Ant Man narrative down there is one of the better parts and of And he's Marvel's. one of
0: the better parts of Endgame.
2: Yeah. How so do you keep
1: say- all those movies separated? I mean, I'm not big <laughs> fans of Star Wars and Marvel movies, but when I see one and then when the next one comes out, I couldn't tell you what the movie was about to save my to life. Like, you're like, oh, seriously. You just
2: said, why? You're, like, not, a, you, you're, not, you're not a big fan. You're not <laughs> a big fan. You're not
1: I couldn't yeah. keep track so yeah. oh, of them okay,
4: at all. So okay, so this is the person that was this day. No, 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 they were their son, and not that, it, oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> but, so this but, is before that last one? No, this is after the last one. But oh, okay. the thing
0: about those 23 movies now, most of them are standalone. Yeah. Most of them are yeah. standalone. They, yeah. they, they can do be build. consumed as standalone right. mm. they, they They're yeah, they, bottle like episodes. Like the Iron
2: Man movies, if you don't see Iron Man 1, you, it's tough to watch. You, there's, there's enough right. inside jokes there. And then, of course, Endgame and Infinity War, those. You, yeah. And some of the Thors, too. But most of the other ones are, like my wife had never seen Ant-Man. She liked Ant-Man and Wasp, but she'd mm. never seen that one before. So yeah. Well, you don't need go. Right. So this
0: week, we're going to can... talk about a universally loved movie that I think is just okay. Oh, there's a,
2: tease. That's a
4: tease. Irishman. The Irishman. <laughs> the Irishman. Okay. I so, seen it yet. Yeah,
0: I haven't uh I haven't seen what it. What theaters that playing at? It's well it was in theaters uh-huh. for five days, and
2: I, now it is I, on your Netflix I which I think is very interesting. That's
4: and that's the we discussed that's my point. Yeah, yeah, we discussed that and we discussed the movie. So you can go to the 971 YouTube channel or go to our website, 971 talkcom slash weekend report, and you can see Carl's review of the Irishman. So go and check that out. Skip what's happening with Weber Chevrolet.
2: Employee pricing. It's a neat thing they did it last December too. You know, uh, nobody does anything in Detroit based on what I do for Black Friday <laughs> because because we you know we invented automotive Black Friday pretty much. I mean, we were the first people that ever did it, and uh, Chevrolet and many other brands co opted it uh, into an all month long thing because nobody wants to do pricing like I do it, and you right. can't you can't do it. I can do all month long. It has right. to be one day, so we do both. We always do the Black Friday all month long with what Chevrolet does. Then we do our Black Friday, but to follow that up with employee pricing is the perfect storm for me because I can't do the the I can't have pricing in December that beats or even comes close to Black Friday if I do it by myself. But if Chevrolet comes out with something that gives employee pricing. Mm-hmm. Boom, I'm there. There you go. I have two or three brands and I'm not going to say which they are, but I have two or three brands if you did a lot of research that, that you can buy a little bit cheaper than my Black Friday price right now. Wow. And that's anybody all day all month long can do that. And it's not Silverado. Silverado is good, but it's not going to be quite as good as we were on Black Friday, but it's still a great time to buy Silverado. The the, the uh, incentive is terrific. And um and then the other great thing about Black Friday is it's the best Couple days of the year for my trade ins. Not only do I get so many of them for one reason or another, and I've tried to figure out why, but those are the best quality trade ins. Mm -hmm. Usually, let's say on a Saturday, I get 15 trade ins normally. Half of them will be cars I could never resell. They'll be the the last legs, people come in, and it's worth two or 300 bucks. Right. Black Friday, I get a lot of really, really, really good Mm -hmm. cars. Mm -hmm. People are trading in there nicely. I mean, we recondition almost all of them. So we got more pre-owned cars than normal. We got good selections. It's not just the one or two year old cars we get from auctions. Good selections of great uh, and uh, the whole gamut, all kinds of vehicles, from of course Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, to Ford, to Chrysler, to Volkswagen, to Mercedes, what? to BMW, to everything. That's wow. what gets traded. That's that's what gets traded in. I nice. went to your
0: website the on the Wednesday before. Thanksgiving, Fair. and I looked at all the cars that your special cars that you yeah. had for Black Friday. You had a car for ten thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the first one that was sold at that at that store. Yeah, really. And then what happens is people come in like at seven thirty and say, "Can I see it?" That was sold it's at seven o two. I told you it's, that was sold at seven o two, guys. I right. mean, it was. It took two minutes to write it up. I mean, the the guy was here at whatever time in line to get it. So wow. Go ahead. Chris. Oh, I was going to say we haven't talked about the commercial center in a while. How's that going? Oh, it's going great. Good. Oh my gosh, it's going great. You know, not it, it not Chris, not, thank you for bringing it mm-hmm. up cuz not just in sales but also in service. Yep. And we just became certified to sell uh um heavy duty Chevrolet's. Ah, okay. We've been selling I mean, me, did we you call start it medium that duties. this
4: year? was that a 2019 project, or did that no, start in
2: 2018? Dude, this started July of last year. Okay, mm-hmm. and we've been selling, uh, um, you know, light duty and medium duty Fords <laughs> and duty. light duty Chevrolets. <laughs> okay, light duty goes all the way up to one tons. Uh-huh. Medium duty goes uh, is is more than one ton. Mm-hmm. We've been doing medium duty Fords, and we apply. We've been doing some commercial Chevys, but it has to be three-quarter or one-tons, and Mm -hmm. and vans and stuff. We just got approved to be medium-duty, which is the real heavy Chevrolets. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that because we sell a ton of those with Ford. And then what's neat about that is because we sell them now, we've been ramping up our service section, and we do a lot of great service work, and so much of that um, whole segment has been ignored. You know, in other words, if you've got a fleet of landscaping trucks and one of your landscaping trucks is broken, you do not have to wait behind the businessman Mm -hmm. and the soccer mom doing oil changes. You come right to it. I have a whole garage full of stalls with nothing but people that work on medium duty and commercial vehicles so we'll get it to you get it back to you that you know right away
4: almost out of time but uh coming up in a couple hours saturday evening rock show yes what's happening um
2: a little bit nervous about this one (laughs) i change you know how i try to get creative themes Mm -hmm. so last week we had a great one and it was the theme was kings and every one of if you start looking at stuff that references kings they're all long songs King Crimson has right. nothing but ten-minute songs, and, right. and we, you know it was it was good. So we had the sh- we, the fewest amount of two of songs in two hours than ever. So I'd been working on another one that I wasn't a big fan of because it's not my favorite songs. The bands in this theme just are not quite as good. There's, it's all good music, but it's just but because of this type of theme, it's all short songs. I have twenty oh, songs wow. in two hours, Holy by far the most. There's so many. Uh, Three-minute nice. songs instead of so it's kind of neat Yeah, um, and and this time around the most new artists to my show oh, ever. Cool. <laughs> 12 out of 20 songs for, are from artists that I've never played before man mm. And Don't that's more it. because when I started it, it was only one hour long And right. so I was only doing eight songs right. So even the very first song very first show all eight songs were new because yeah. i would never done a show before yeah, this well. has more than that man that so, is as awesome it's very it is, very cool it
4: is the number one music is the number one music show on a talk station in, in the, the world, world. you got that right. right saturday evening rock <laughs> show coming up right here on 97.1 fm talk uh from 9 to 11 tonight and every saturday night so make sure you keep it here for that that is going to do it for this edition of the weekend report skip weber thank you very much uh, for my partner Chris Arps and our producer Carl Middleman, I'm Tony Colombo. Thanks for listening. You missed anything on today's show? We were all over the place. Weird <laughs> News Challenge, Virginia Cruda. We had music the band here music. We had live. We had music. music. We had movie talk. talk. I know. You Star can check Wars it talk. all out on the radio.com <laughs> app. Download the podcast Rewind. if you missed any of it. Uh, we'll see you back here next week on 97.1 FM Talk. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hey!
0: More at 971Talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law,
1: it is essential that we conclusively sports.
2: Doncic. The step back three. You bitch! Music. You set my
4: world on fire. Yes,
0: and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here.